two. As a cancer survivor, it's time for another edition like of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farver. I am your host like, to take you on this yeah, amazing journey. On this out. episode, we have producer <laughs> Casey Slater. Uh, this is a fun episode. We did it by Zoom. If you're listening know, on audio, go know, check right? out the Zoom on my That's YouTube page, which is youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Or... Just subscribe. Why not subscribe here too? Why not review like us? Why not do all these things? DJ Why don't you tell your friends about this podcast if you're listening now for the fourth or more time? I mean, if you're in yeah. your own home, let's get right into it, right? Please uh, check out my website for upcoming like, dates. I'm traveling like, again. Uh, I've got uh, shows car, in Florida like, at Off the Hook in Naples, headlining there like December 2nd and 3rd. By the time this airs, I'd probably already be at Acme in Minneapolis, but. Who knows? Yeah, uh, PaulFComedy.com is my website. Man, Follow man, me on Instagram. Check out the check out the uh, podcasts I do. Make us a mixtape. No, check out uh, like, candy like reviews I do with I do. Uh, Tristan Triptel at Sweet Opinions. Shower, and more importantly, uh, check out our sponsors. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer... Um, and I do often need a lawyer. Um, I contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I am your host, Paul Farvar. We have with us a special guest. Uh, I've known her for a few years uh, through comedy indirectly. So she came to the show and then she produced events. Uh, you'll know her if you follow her on social media. Event producer and uh, Van Lifer, Casey Slater. Casey. Yes. Come on in. There you are. Hey. How are you? Did I pronounce Slater correctly? I'm just kidding. Yes, not Slaughter. Casey, so our history is this. Your family, your brother lives here in Chicago. You brought your family to a show that I produced called Drink, Date, Laugh. And yep. uh, you shared your personal dating stories my with- My sister volunteered my dating story. Correct. I had just broken up with a guy over Correct. a very funny situation and she shouted it. And that's why I got on stage. Got on stage, uh, which is part of the show for all you people that come to comedy shows. It's not something that happens normally. This is a show called Drink Day Laugh where it's interactive. Don't do that at a stand-up show. Um, and then you, we hung out with your family. Your dad is my hero and your sister is awesome and you're awesome. 
and like I was like this is this person is awesome like we stayed in touch you helped me get into one of my dream jobs at South by Southwest which subsequently didn't happen but (laughs) regardless I appreciate you for that and then we follow each other and you are an amazing follow despite me disagreeing with your lifestyle of living in a van yeah We'll get into that later again. We talked about it on my show, Stuck with Paul, but let's first get the elephant out of the room. You are single. Yes, yes. Now, this is something that's relatively recent because you were in a relationship. Yeah, COVID was intense. (laughs) COVID, why, why do you think COVID is the reason you're single or COVID made you evaluate? I mean, it definitely had an impact on everything. It, right? it made everybody, right? Like you either make it or you break it. it. I had met him fresh out of a breakup. It was New Orleans. I was dressed. It turns out when you do dress slutty, it works. And I was dressed as a slutty vampire. Oh, it was I was, Halloween, I hope. Huh? Was it Halloween? Yes, it was Halloween. I, I was with my brother. Yeah, I was with my brother and my best friend, Will, both gay. And we ended up at a gay bar and we were pretty shit house at that point. Like it was late. It's New Orleans. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Halloween. And then we got approached by these two guys and my brother was convinced they were hitting on him. <laughs> I was pretty like at that point, didn't care who they were hitting on. Like, I was just like not even registering it and knowing I was in a gay bar, I wasn't even in like that scope. And then, um, yeah, it turned out I pissed off his friend as I do and he stormed out, but he had got my number, but I was so plastered. I didn't know he got my number. And then he came back around after he like settled it up with his friend and was like, I like your spice. Uh, walk with me into like a, like a 24 hour diner let's have like breakfast together. So we stayed up till like 8.30 in the morning, saw like Halloween clothes out in New Orleans. And then we started talking, but he lives in San Francisco and I lived in Austin. So we were like going back and forth. So it was really new where we were seeing each other like once, maybe twice a month, mm-hmm. very casual. And then COVID hit and he came for two weeks and it ended up being two months. And then it just like, it really fast tracked things. Sure. And, um, and then um, I was like, I think it's time that we take a step. And then I had this crazy idea to get a van and I took a month to build up like a first phase of the van. And then I went to San Francisco and we lived there for like a month and a half together. And the problems like kept, a, we have very strong opinions. Yeah, He's you were front of opinions, you, he brought us to. You said take a step. Do you mean take a step back, like not break break it off, but just breathing space? Yeah, because it was so new, life. right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're living two people on Zoom calls all day in a one bedroom apartment, one bath. You can't like escape at that point. That's like when right. COVID was like super intense, and. I think I'm like a progressive person. And then it was like, he was ultra progressive. So like it started, you can't have your AC on because the it's Uh-oh. bad for the earth. Yeah. You can't use your dishwasher, it wastewater, which it actually doesn't. Uh, and right. so 
these like traits of ours started like popping up and I was just like, whoa, I was not prepared for this. Um, and like I said, he's a lawyer, a very progressive lawyer. I know, right? And um, yeah, he, he basically felt that I was a conservative, which you know me, I am not. Very um, not conservative. Yeah. yeah, and I think our last fight, he goes, I see the Texas coming out of you. And I was just like, bitch, it's been there. <laughs> you take the Texas out of any girl. But um, yeah. <laughs> so you, you went from what I consider the perfect relationship, which is a long distance relationship. You're always in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. You have your comfort level and then you have your space, which for a strong, independent person like yourself and probably yeah. him is a good thing. Yeah. But then you have COVID fast track shit and you're fucked. So yeah. Yeah. But then also like the flip side of that is maybe it kind of just expedited what was gonna happen anyway. You just I, I would say like he's still a great human. Like I would speak uh, he has high integrity. He's like a really great, adoring person, but we have such strong personalities that it's a little bit of a reset. Like I basically exited the relationship and I said, you have to like me for me and all my beliefs and all my experiences and know that I'm a unique person. And like, I can't conform to your ideas and beliefs at all times. Like Correct. we may have a, like, for instance, an opinion on universal healthcare as a cancer survivor, I feel it should be offered. He thinks it should be offered through the employer. Like, you know, he wants it. Sounds like petty, like petty differences. Good. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, um, because I didn't want the universal healthcare he wanted, you know, it started into this huge fight. <laughs> and it, it was just like, so funny. So, and, um, in hindsight, like you guys might end up together again when you realize how ridiculous that sounds. I, you know, we're still in contact, but it's also like, I told him straight up, go date some other girls. And if you still like me yeah. and you still prefer me, then let's reevaluate. But you need to know that when you get a can of red paint, it's red paint when you open it. It's not going to be blue. So like, like I the person. pick the color red paint. So maybe you are showing your true colors. Okay, maybe you're right. is coming out. <laughs> maybe you just revealed yourself and he's going to be I like, aha. <laughs> I know, I know, right? So I don't know. Like, I, I think that's something I'm working on. Like, I think when you're in your 30s, like I just entered maybe the mid 30s checkbox. I turned 34. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have enough experiences, you have enough life in you that, like, you know what you fucking want and you know who you are. And that time, kid, you'll learn changes. I don't know. My sister's 39, turning 40. <laughs> that's a change. Well, those are different mentalities. You're, I, I know your sister a little, she's strong too, but like you're a, you're a, you're like a spicy little uh, specimen, I would say. And yeah. I think that- the bulldog for sure, yeah. What's that? My yeah. parents call me a bulldog or the family does. I think that that limits your options in uh, the patriarchy that we live in today. So much. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's, and I know I'm gonna get shit on, but I think that's true for guys too. Like look, you know, there's limitations and you know what, I think it's fair to say in your early thirties and, and beyond, you know what you don't want. 
and then from there you move around it. But like yeah. situation with your guy, it's kind of like a petty thing. Now, granted, the fast tracking, what you guys were arguing about and why you guys dug in says more about the reason why it might not work. That it's just a vinegar and oil situation. But yeah. I could see you being a scary girlfriend too though, so. Everybody says it. They say I get really scary eyes when I'm mad. Like, I don't like, when I, like, when I bite, I bite with, like, a lot of truth, and I go straight for the jugular. Like, I don't mess yeah. around. And you, it takes a lot to push me there. But once I'm there, I'm like, you, you pushed a boundary, and then they said that yeah. there's, like, a fire in my eyes, which is you probably have, true. Uh, Yeah, you have, uh, that's vindictive, I think you would call it. But, yeah, you can call it. I don't it think it's well, what what do you what do you think you want? Now you're in your van life. So to get people up to speed, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. You live in a van. You travel. It's a high end van with water and allegedly the ability to shower, which we talked about once. And I was like, no way, Jose, would I be able to do that if I go yeah. 24 hours with a real shower? Like, life ends for me. So you do that. That also makes you a little more that that body of of human beings that could fit into your right. lifestyle shortens a little bit too, right? Because the people who are living the van life the way you do it, which I would call it like the high-end van life, not like, uh, not because you, you don't have options. Um, yeah, I have a home. I rented it out. Right, correct. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing it as a progressive would, I suppose. I uh, just, I, yeah, I like, I had cancer. I was like, you know, out with my health for about three years. I'm, I'm have good health now. I secured a remote job. I just felt like this is the time to do this. I really was a huge traveler. I went and backpacked for a year and a half by myself. And so I kind of missed that freedom, especially when I encountered all my health issues. And so I, it's like literally the first time in my life that I don't feel like I have any obstacles to like hold me back into one place. Okay. I bought a house, I renovated it. I felt like I nested. I did like everything I was supposed to do. And then I was just getting really restless. And so that's also a factor into this breakup is that, you know, he's a lawyer. He doesn't have the ability to be as free as I am with my schedule. And so. Although I, I do with Zoom and stuff, there's not really court. I don't know. No. Well, he has hearings Zoom, you know, yeah. but like. It is what it is. And so that that's another thing. And I feel like I really wanted my freedom and it's not associated to a human or anything. It's just like, I needed to get the fuck out. Do you, do you, are you in a position right now? Well, let me, let's start back a little bit. Do you want to get married and have kids? Is that in, or one or the other, or is that not in the books? If you'd asked me this two years ago, when I basically had to go through chemo and then they were like, your fertility's jeopardized. It's like, what I couldn't have, I just wanted. I was like, I just want to find that partner. I want to start the family. And then time has passed and I'm like, I don't know if that's going to fucking happen. So. Well, do you want it? I mean, it could happen. You just want it. You make it happen. Do you see yourself? Do you think that this van life thing is a is a temporary thing just to like, you know, enjoy your life and then find whatever, whatever you want to do or live that life? Or do you think this is part of your makeup where whoever you, if you do end up in a relationship, like they just have to 
except that red paint in a fucking van? <laughs> Great question. Um, honestly, I thought I had it figured out and I don't have it figured out. Like, I just know that like, I'm so overwhelmed with just freedom that I don't want to compromise anymore. And I feel like in every relationship, I find myself compromising and adjusting to their lifestyle or trying to accommodate or make them happy. And I'm just so exhausted. I feel like I, everybody has to be responsible for their happiness. And this is me aggressively going after my happiness. And so at this point, I don't know. And I took a manifestation class, I remember, right after my last chemo. Class. Basically, it makes you just sit and manifest. Okay. And I'm big into that. Like a life coach type thing? it was part of yoga and it was just like reflect on like visualize your happiness where are you who are you with da, 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 da. and I really had this vision where I was walking on a beach and I had a little boy that I could tell was adopted and I had my two dogs and that was like my happiness there was no and man it, there there was no other partner there so I almost had this epiphany like not even realizing that's what I wanted. But when I, they said, visualize like your purest happiness, that was the vision I got. Do you, do you feel that that motherly instinct that you want to have like more than you do being in a relationship? Yeah, I would love to be a mom. And like, I'm like crazy obsessed with my two dogs. They're my life. And um, I feel like I have a lot of love to give, but it's just like, harder with a partner <laughs> was in the dream the manifestation you did were they the, were they the same dogs you had now or were they different dogs they were my dogs yeah okay with my that says something about timing okay interesting yeah so so yeah so now you're in a position and i know with COVID, everyone has their independent in their i don't know if you call it independence or just being alone but like for me and i was talking about this recently with another guest you have this alone time. And I've been, I was on the road for two weeks. I came home. I haven't left my place in three days and I didn't even notice. Like I haven't yeah. seen any, I, granted I did see people, I did podcasts and stuff, but I don't, I'm like, oh, we're Chicago's open up right now. And it's like 70 degree weather. And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't been outside for like three days. Yeah. Do you have that desire to hang out with someone at a personal level? Or are you like being alone, especially when you're on the van a lot? I, you know, there's, there's times you're like, you're lonely and you want like interaction. Um, and I, I have, I have really great friends and I luckily in Colorado, I like met, I kept meeting amazing people. I also have this one, um, guy friend, he's my best friend. And we actually had met on Bumble. We went to Costa Rica on a second date. Um, Okay. came back realized we were both straight out of like three four-year relationships we were rebounds he definitely was like sleeping with other girls in this time frame found out so we dated like max max three weeks um and then like found out he was cheating and like i had already came, come out of a cheating relationship and so i was like cheating. did you guys have a discussion that you guys were solo or was it just kind of like incompletely on <laughs> We go on our first date. We had met on Bumble. Right. We go on our first date. It was great. It just kept going until he had to literally leave for the airport because uh, it was like right around the holidays. 
And he was like, what are you doing for the holidays? I was like, I think I'm going down to central Mexico and they're going to do something, maybe Tulum, whatever. This is years ago. And he was like, I think I'm going to go to Costa Rica. I was like, great. He left. He went to Park City to like snowboard before he was to go home. Calls me. He's like, hey, have an idea. Would you want to go to Costa Rica with me um, over the break? So I said, yeah, sure. Because I travel and I travel with people that I just meet. Um, so we ended up going on like this seven day Costa Rica trip. It was like our second day. And literally he's picking me up in the San Jose airport. Had this really wonderful trip, super fun, super drunk, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Great times. And then we get back on the plane. It's noticeably awkward. So we've been very couply this whole time. Get on the plane. It's super awkward. Get home. And then we realize in the Uber that we live literally across the street from each other. We hadn't really wow. connected those dots because we had like met up on our first date and we didn't really connect that we live across the street. So it turns out he's still living in the apartment that his basically girlfriend of four years had just moved out of to give him space to get out. And I'm like right across the street from my other ex that I just got out of a relationship. He doesn't have a bed. He comes and lives with me for like two weeks, essentially. Nice. Yeah. While he's still dating other chicks. <laughs> so like, was, he like, was he bringing him back to your house or? Okay. No, he'd be like, I'm going to stay at my like apartment, whatever. Uh, so it was basically like a courtesy, maybe not to put your penis in other people. Like <laughs> at least without a condom. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. Or at least like while you're crashing with a girl, you right, probably right. shouldn't do that. So, so uh, do you have yeah, still we, in your life now? We stopped talking and then we ran into each other the night that I got diagnosed and I had gone out with my brother. We made a pact to get weird that night because <laughs> you know, it is what sure. it is. And I ran into him and he was like, how have you been? I was like, well, I got diagnosed with cancer today. <laughs> and he was like, what? And so we went to coffee the next day and we've been best friends ever since. You got and bone or no? No. Okay. <laughs> like we're over that phase. Like we never tried that again. So if you're uh, not, if you, I know you have your friends and you have like this guy, you have the male interaction, but what mm -hmm. about like, you're, are you like celibate now? Cause you're on the road and you're in a fucking van. So yeah. how do you, was like, your interaction in terms of like humans that I interact with, like that person, that, that ex, he travels just as much as me very solo. We've actually kind of been like in similar spots. So like I hang out with him a lot. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like sleeping with other people right now, no, Okay. not really like, that's, it has to be all mental with me to sleep with someone. Right. I can't just like randomly hook up. It's, I've never really been one of those. Are you, are, are you in these tours in your, in your van? Are you using apps to like meet people or are you kind of know people in certain cities or what? I tried it. And then I remembered how much I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm like, I have a personality. I'm going to use it. And so you, you go out in, in the real world in COVID times. Are you going to like restaurants and bars and sitting at a coffee shop? And no, I will. I do work some, from coffee shops at times and they're pretty safe. Like, but I haven't been approached by that. Like I would say like I had a girlfriend in Denver set me up with one of her friends, went out with him. Turned out he's like a really great human. You know, he's dealing with this stuff. I'm dealing with mine, but we'll be best friends for a while like or not a while for like ever like sure. he's a great human so like 
I don't know. I sometimes just connect and become best friends with people. But I would find it, I think for you, it's easy for you to make that decision not to sleep with them. But my guess is that most of these guys want to sleep with you. I mean, have they, has that come up and you've just been like, Hey, just so you know, have you had that conversation? Cause I have friends who are very attractive and mm -hmm. because of comedy, like I don't hook up with other comedians. I'm just like, Hey, just so you know, I'm not trying to fuck you. I just like you. And that's not yeah. going to happen, but you have to have those conversations. So especially in today's world, you know, like, I just feel like that's something that needs to be brought to the well, There's a thing about a pandemic going on. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've also been often described as like kind of asexual. I know that sounds terrible, but like. I don't believe that because I remember we hung out and I thought you had like a lot of sexual tension with people. And uh, and I think your dad even said something that was weird when we all hung out. No, my dad was wasted and he meant to translate what? something and it came out way inappropriate. Okay. I don't remember the details, but yeah. That, but my guess is that even if you think you are asexual, that these guys have at least, the, 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 you've broached the topic in some way, shape or form. I, like I said, I have to be completely like emotionally turned on. And I almost think I give off a vibe. That's just like, they don't approach. I, okay, so you're telling me that you've never had to have a discussion with people? Because I definitely know on your side, you are the decision maker and it's easy for you to say, yeah, this isn't going to happen. But for guys, I think it's a lot, especially the younger guys. Like, I like, I'm older now. My dick doesn't run my life anymore. But like, when I was younger, I mean, any hot girl, like, even if she was my friend in my head, I was like, uh, you know, I, I could probably see this happening, at least to kill the tension yeah I, like I really don't think I give off like strong vibes like yeah. guys just don't approach it and I feel like half the time I emasculate men so hard that like I they're intimidated to do it right so right. like they meet me and like I build out the van I renovated my own place with my own hands and like I probably know how to do, run like a power tool before they ever do sure. um <laughs> I'm very outspoken I'm very confident in my opinions and so like I know that I, I like it's it, it always becomes an issue in a relationship I always get you think you're so fucking independent and I'm like because I am right <laughs> so, um what are you learning that, okay, so we know that you you have this motherly desire more than you do yeah. a relationship. And that's cool. Like I, I, can, I can see that for me, like I know I don't want to have kids, um, but I also like dating women who have kids because I like to just be like second fiddle. I like to have that. Well, I also think that they have their, uh, I don't like to be a priority in people's lives because I have a passion that I'm pursuing and I'm hoping they do too. And Typically, if you have a kid or you're a professional, that makes it easier for me. For yes. you, what is it that you know that if you are going to, when you are ready mentally, what are you looking, what are the things that you know now that you definitely need and you definitely can't do again? Whether it's political it's shit or music or what? I want somebody who is like boldly and passionate about their happiness. I don't want to be in another partnership. Like if I want something, 
there's lists made, there's visions. Like I'm like, and I go, I become obsessed with it and then I create it or I do it or whatever. And I feel like I attract a lot of men who are initially attracted to that. And then they see, no, she's like, this is real. This like, she's not playing around when it comes to this. And so they may not share the same zest for their happiness. And, and it might be also just because of my health. Like I don't waste a day, like everything's intentional. Yeah, you experience something that makes you reevaluate everything, which is great. Yeah. And so if you feel stuck in life and you're not doing something actively to get out of that, like that's a deal breaker for me. If you hate your job and you're not looking for another job, that's a deal breaker for me. If you have anxiety and you're coping it with alcohol, drugs or whatever, like that's a deal breaker for me. Like you need to get in, do the work, figure out what your happiness is and get after it. And like all of my relationships have just fallen to the wayside because I feel like I go, go, go. And I look back and I'm like, like, come on, like, let's keep going. And they will say my depression, my anxiety, my, this, my, that, my, that. And I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Negative energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's literally been the demise of all my relationships. Along with your strong, your strong, uh, red paint, uh, van. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm an easy person. Like if anything. No, but you are, you know yourself. Like, look, you're in your mid thirties, like you said, and as you get older, you know yourself more and you put up with less shit. I have a joke now where I talk about like, if a girl was attractive, I would just say, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll go drive you to Milwaukee. I don't care. I'll do whatever. And you just would agree with everything because of you're just blinded by the ability of maybe getting laid or spending time with the beautiful women. Now, like, as you get older, you're like, I don't have time for that energy or like negativity or, you know, no passion. Like you said, being bold and passion is important. Um, yeah. And that's attractive, especially for someone that you, if you're also very independent and you're also passionate about what you want. Um, yeah. Are there anything that are like subtle things that you're like, Oh my, like, cause you're a music fan and you worked for South by Southwest. Are there things that you're like, you just, you can't explain if, if someone likes some music or something, you're like, <laughs> they have horrible music tastes. Are you like, I don't understand why you're 34 yeah. and you listen to Frank Sinatra still or whatever. No, that would be great. I love Frank Sinatra. I, do, I, love I like him too. I just read a book about him. I don't know why I thought about that. Uh, yeah, that's very relevant. Like my ex before San Francisco, he it's like neverland trust fund like he it's like he didn't have those years of struggle to like grow and like overcome obstacles and whatever and so it's like he's kind of stuck in this like age of 22 to 26 ish emotional immaturity is what my therapist would call it yeah yeah like shot glasses still line his kitchen that type of stuff right so like (laughs) he's still very much into like DJ music and EDM and like I I, like I don't I don't I'm like what like this music has no soul to it there's no story there's no like 
feelings. Wait, did he listen to it in his car too? Like I understand if people are listening to prepare to go out or work out or if they're on Molly, but like when people are listening to it in their car, you're like, like I, I was in a car recently and I was like, why are we listening to Mike Snow right now? Like this is not the time yeah. place in traffic to listen to this. This is like every day. Like, I don't get that. Every day. I don't get it. And he ended up cheating on me with a 26 year old DJ. And like, things make sense now. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Like, he went to a big wild concert, which I think the median age is like 24. Sure. And met a 26 year old DJ there. And that was that after like a year and a half of dating. And like, but there was like already issues brewing, obviously. Like, basically, our maturity, we're the same age, but maturity levels weren't there. Um, and you know, you try and be like, we're friends now and you try and be supportive, but I'm also like, at the same time, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I just can't, like, I want, I want like the stories to be told in my music and sure. like the actual talent of it. Not and true. I don't think pressing play counts, <laughs> you know? I understand that. And, but I've had, I've actually at Austin city limits mm -hmm. years ago, I got fucked up and I, finally appreciated Skrillex because I've always been shitting on that stuff but that's a different type of DJ like he's doing some weird cool shit and I was also again I was heavily I yeah <laughs> but like, if I if I was in my car and somebody put Skrillex on or like you know I just feel like what are you this is not we're in traffic right now this is just giving me anxiety like, I like during COVID, all these DJ sets that they're like oh, yeah. live streaming. And I'm like, I'm not fucked up. I, I'm i just in my living room. I, I don't get this. And it's just like a guy like sitting there like with his like <laughs> yeah. doing a few of these. And I'm like, is this real? <laughs> Another one. Another one. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I, I get that. So yeah. yeah, that music I'll judge. Are there any other like silly deal, deal breakers that you're just like, nah, like can't do it? I'm learning. I can't do it if a guy doesn't know how to pick up a like uh, power tool, a power tool and know how to use it. I'm starting to be like, there's no excuse, dude. YouTube it. <laughs> you just broke up. I can't. I can't use power tools. Actually, I can use them, just not well. So. Yeah, like if you need something built and it's small, like just take, just Google it, YouTube it, and just do it. Like, be capable. I want capable. I just don't want to like look at somebody and be like, oh, they're not capable. And you don't mind giving your van life. You clearly don't care about hygiene because you can go. You can. <laughs> it doesn't shower for two days. No, I hate, <laughs> I hate bad smells. Like for me, like. The minute someone has BO, whether you know, like people who use the cheap deodorant that's like healthy, like I'm just like, no, I, yeah, that's we're, we would never work. The van thing already killed it, but um, but I'm <laughs> just I'm sure that I'm like, I got, I got a shower. I mean, if you're in, in your own home in your own van, I can understand it, but like in public, like I don't even valet my car. I'll like pay more to so I don't have. If it's like sweaty out and I see them running around, I'm like, my around. car is leather seats. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, I, I mean, really don't care about man, 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 Musk. <laughs> no, I like I like good smells. I do, and I do shower uh, pretty much every day. Otherwise, I baby wipe it and. <laughs> 
but I do like a masculine smelling. My perfume is kind of masculine. Um, it's like tobacco and teak is my smell. And I know, I know. Also, I was at a party and I give off lesbian vibes. Huh? You buy this tobacco and teak or you made it? <laughs> I buy it. Um, it's really good. It's <laughs> it's a you great like mix some vape juice and like some teak oil. You're like this this sounds like a nude look. I could do this. I get compliments on it all the time. And That's I like true. men to have similar smells. Like I I am big on a man smell, but it needs to be like a masculine smell. Who's complimenting you on tobacco and teak? I want to talk to these everybody. People. Like I get complimented on my smell yeah, a lot. In the van park, in the van park where you guys are. No. <laughs> like anywhere I go, people are like, what are you wearing? This smells amazing. And I, I feel like <laughs> I keep it clean. All these people are like, what does that smell like? Oh yeah, that's what I liked smelling like in the 90s when I smoked a pack of Marlboros. That's fine. I get it. No, it's so good. It's a great smell. I'll send you the, there's a candle form of it. I'll send it. you like it. All right. Well, Casey, we are out of time. I definitely want to catch up with you and see what happens if you've manifested this uh, two dog, one child on a beach uh, lifestyle. Yeah. And I, do, and I do appreciate you realizing that you don't need to be in a, in a, what's a traditional relationship, which we don't, we try to say is outdated here on the singles only podcast. Yeah. So yeah. More power to you. Where can people find you and find out more about you other than in your van? Uh, social media, there's two Instagram accounts. You could probably just follow the Caravan de Casey and that's K-C-C-A-S-E-Y. And then what's the other one? Uh, just Casey C. Slater. Oh, okay. Just my personal. Fair enough. Well, Caravan has a little more, a little more juice to it. I don't more know. More musk to it? Yeah. More musk, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Casey Slater, thank you for doing the show and thank you for everything and thank you for being awesome. Seriously, I awesome. hope uh, you have fun and, and uh, continue your manifestation of happiness out there. Um, and thank you all for listening. If you aren't listening to this, watch it on YouTube. You can see what uh, Tobacco Antique looks like if you can't picture it. And uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting... Netflix and Hulu. I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parastran, a good friend of mine. Uh, it's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story um, about how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire, uh, successful businessman, but he had a underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved. And this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is. If you haven't read it already, I strongly recommend it. And, and I still have some free books to give away too. So for you listeners, subscribers, if you give us a five-star review, I will send you a free book. I've got about seven left right now, um, and uh, it's, it's a great book, perfectpain.com, available on Amazon. It has been discounted uh, because he wants to get rid of his batch of books, perfectpain.com, or go to Amazon, get the book, and if you've read the book already, give him a review too. Um, we want to give him the far of our bump. Um, perfectpain.com by Param Parastron. 
um, or message me and I can maybe send you a book for the right price for free. No, I'm just kidding. Perfectpain.com. Perfectpain.com.